Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Scenario Horror's Heart by Sheldon Gillet. Somebody want to catch us up with a recap, Steve? Oh, ouch. Um, well, you were nominated. Earlier. I was nominated. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, my notes are still loading. I opened the wrong page. Um, but... <laughs> I'll get to you in just a moment. Um, we have turned a corner, I think, and everything is going to come to a head, and all the bad guys are going to go away this scenario, this session. That is a bold, bold statement. You heard it here first. Not, not the bad go. guy part. The fact that we might wrap something up ever. Wrap something up ever, yeah. <laughs> Come on, computer. Okay, here we go. Let's go back. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, okay. So, Miss LaForge, you see the delivery to say, meet me in Vizier Square tomorrow, Victorine, which we think is the... uh, Wait, is this the right day? No. Yes. Yeah, it is. We yep. think that's the guy who showed up in the middle of the night. saved our butts. Yeah, and sa- saved our butts. So um, she has been waiting for him, but he, uh, yeah, he said early tomorrow instead. Um, let's see. Yep. Um, uh, oh, yeah, so um, Elaine Gaston, the uh, reporter that Anna Salise has previous contact with um, uh, gave a call and said, hey, you got to come down here by Mount Royale at the observatory platform. And uh, Stanley, why don't you come with me, she said. And off they went. When they got there, there was some excitement, which ended up in um, a startlingly dead uh, reporter contact <laughs> and a shockingly and tragically dead Stanley. So uh, Anna Salise went to the cops immediately, as you do, to report that. And um, apparently it's all part of a larger ongoing investigation. Um, uh, Let's see. So at My Lord's Fire, the antique shop, um, Pierce went there and encountered the old embroidery lady. Um, She keeps working on that... uh, embroidery thing unfortunately there's a pile of seven hearts now she's adding one to it and uh could be fortunate could be fortunate don't don't know know. don't know don't know could this be more for dinner right (laughs) extra heart for whoever wants it um let's see so hardwick and miss boone went to the uh the meeting at the canterbury club um that evening uh with uh stefan uh, and he let them in. Everyone wore a white rose, looked at them funny. There was a little bit of wordplay. And um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, then Stefan left. Um, Mr. Hartwick got up to walk around, uh, noticed a man in a brown suit looking suspicious, went out to find him, and was kind of unsuccessful. Meanwhile, uh, 
Miss Boone and uh, Mr. Marbury were sitting there talking and noticed that no one was looking at them. I couldn't think of anything useful to do, so we left as well. Um, I think that's about it. Um, there was a woman in white that, uh, that's right, uh, Mr. Marbury thought he saw a tentacle hanging out of the bottom of her dress at one point, but that couldn't quite be right. So um, I mentioned that. I mean, that's hardly important. I know, surely. I know. Surely, surely. Um, but yeah, so the two people of note that we saw leaving the Canterbury Club, uh, we weren't actually able to track. And uh, that'll probably be our last chance to ever go up there again. Sounds reasonable. All so right. We left it with uh, Madame D'Anjou was back at the church. And pretty much everyone else, Mr. Volkoff, Mr. Harwick, Mr. Marbury, Ms. Boone, and Ms. LaForge, uh, were in the vicinity of the outdoors of the Canterbury Club. So um, I guess everyone who's here uh, is there, uh, except for Rachel's new character, but we'll introduce that person when the appropriate time comes. So, Excellent. And I guess we saw... Uh, and by we, I mean uh, Slava and Anna Solis. Uh, we saw Percival Harwick high off, I believe. Uh, maybe not. No, I think we did. But anyway, we're still in the uh, we're in the cafe there across the street. Yeah, I believe. Just enjoying our evening, perhaps. He's been sort of quiet of late, but. I think we had some fine conversation earlier. Yep. So, I mean, you definitely saw, you know, Hartwick uh, come out and chase down the alleyways. And then he, I think he joined, I think he actually. Well, that's he asked us if him. we'd seen. Yeah. He said, yes. Did you see so? And we said, yeah. no. Uh, yeah. And then he went the other way. Yeah. So then, you know, sometime thereafter, you see uh, Marbury and, and Mr. Marbury and Ms. Boone come out of the club. I will go and find meet them. Well, that that was kind of odd. It was, it was, wasn't it? I kind of thought there'd be more there. There. You did not uh, find anything of of interest. Well, people clearly were not interested in talking to us, but um, they have nice wine. So you'd be interested in going back sometime, I'm sure. But uh, yes, yes, that's about it. There was a there was a woman who uh, I don't know. She gave me the willies. She I saw her walking away, and I thought I don't know. I it must have been the shadows, but she had something weird coming out of the bottom of her dress, and I don't mean she was stepping on some toilet paper. <laughs> oh. What did you see? I don't know. Well, she had more than just two legs uh, sticking mm. out there. Was she a man? No, nothing like <laughs> that. <laughs> that would have been very uncomfortable. Was there a child hiding in the over dress? Uh, well, have you ever been to the uh, the aquarium? Yes. Have you ever yes. been on the boat to the sea? Uh, 
have you seen an octopus before? I've eaten calamari, if that may, makes a difference. Uh, something long and tendril-like, and it had suckers on it, and it, I could swear I saw it. I, it was dark and shadows, but uh, maybe there was some, maybe they put something into that wine that we were drinking. We have seen stranger things than that, I, I think. Well, I, I believe can't you. Say that I have, so. You are lucky. But uh, then again, you you all are telling me about, uh, I don't know, people turning into dogs or something and so on. So. And there was the night those people came and stole the body. They were also very strange looking. But I don't think any looked like octopus. And I, no. I wouldn't say she looked like an octopus, but she had a... I saw just a tendril sticking out from under her dress. Uh... Mm. Mm. Another thing to add to the mix of, of mystery. There was some talk that we should head to the wharf next. I suppose we did learn a little bit. Yes, the wharf is a good place to go. We Perhaps we can talk on the way. Ooh. But I think after the... Um, the talk with Stefan, I think we finally, or at least I, have settled on the fact that the Lavois seem to be, as you say, sitting this one out. Or as you say, I'm not the one with the accent. Um, or English is my first language as I speak. But yeah, they seem to be sitting this one out. and um, <clears throat> Or else perhaps waiting for Victor to emerge from between the Lords and uh, the Blood. So I think we still have two clear opponents, but that's one more to, at least we know where they stand now. At we do, uh, the Lavoise you mean, not the Bloods right. and the Lords. Yes, yes. The, the Bloods and the Lords yes. seem to be continuing their um, generations um, battle between each other, but the, uh, the Lavoise don't seem to favor either one. And well, who are the Bloods then? I'm sorry. Um, well, perhaps he means the younger Lavois. Yes, the, the the younger Lavois who are now in control of the Lavois fortune and enterprises. I it seems to be no, they don't seem to be any longer interested in furthering that cause. And <laughs> remember, their uncle was a lord. He's the reason we were able to arrive in the Canterbury Club. However, it appeared their grandfather was a blood, so. Right, but there are other bloods now? I don't, I mean, they, apparently they attacked the bloods and the first night you all arrived. Yes, yes the bloods down uh, in the warehouse. Warehouse? Warehouse? Warehouse. Warehouse? That's the word I'm looking for, yes. The, um, <clears throat> we believe the, uh, the bloods, there was a shipment that arrived back at the, uh, 1748 that was um, mentioned by Father Phil earlier in his uh, the notebook we found, which seems to be weeks and weeks ago. Um, it was only a couple of days, so much has happened. Um, that was some sort of significant date, and we discovered that there was a shipment to, who was that? Kuti, I think. Uh, one of his aliases. 
James the, the, of Andrews. James of Andrews, yes, there you go. Not Sankuti. Yes, not Sankuti. He was a good was a saint. Right, yeah. James of Andrews, we're pretty sure if he was not the originator of the blood, he certainly was one of the heads. Um, and so when he took that shipment down to the warehouse, I feel sure we'll we'll find more more of the bloods there. Who's behind them? If that's your question, that I cannot say. Hmm. Well, because I think that James yeah. of Andrew is behind them. Right, but I meant who locally might be doing that. The only thing I can think about is perhaps the bookstore owner is. He's the lord. Been, well, he was a lord, but he also felt like they weren't doing anything and was interested in potentially. He talked about doing something quite horrible, as I recall. Well, James of Andrew was originally a lord as well, wasn't he? Yes. Went over to the other side, so mm. perhaps, uh, mm. perhaps there's another uh, one of his ilk, an Andrew. Mm. Well, we. we we're going to go look at the warehouse, I guess, for a bit. I don't know of anywhere else where we could look around at this point. I do wish that man that we had met, Miss LaForge, had uh, popped up again. Yes, he says tomorrow we can meet him. Oh. I do not like to wait. It has been time. But on the other hand, we were one of the reasons we were to meet him was to be reacquainted with Father McBride's location, but apparently the father is no more. Hmm. Um, I had had a thought before. Altogether. So Mount Royale is where the observatory is that they were going to. Is that correct? And it's right there on the water. Is that as true as well? No, no, it's not. Mount Royal is not on the water. It's it's oh, okay. It's fair ways from the yeah. Okay, gotcha. Do we feel like there's some kind of time thing, a ticking clock, other than meeting Victoria? Yes, uh, but I think the clock is is on delay until the heart comes back into play. Perhaps we should go to the safe deposit box <laughs> in order to, to make the clock go faster. Yes, no, I, I just yes, thought you I'd do keep that trying. I suspect you are. Uh... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we all give you a suspicious look. Yes, have a, a morbid curiosity at the at the very least. Yes, the only the only time constraint is we did find that note presumably written by the bookseller saying that tomorrow night, Father, we will have power to forever. Ah, well, yeah, yes. that's a pretty um, pretty strong note. And tomorrow night would be not tonight. It really is tomorrow night, we think, correct? Yes, because we think that was written earlier today. I would say that's a fairly loud ticking clock. Yes, mm. yes. Well, for now, perhaps let's uh, go to this warehouse. Very well. To the warehouse. You have an address? I presume you just take a taxi or? Seems like a deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Uh, the address is of a warehouse uh, in the uh, warehouse district near the docks. Uh, the warehouse in question actually right is right along uh, the river. Uh, and as you, you know, the, the taxi driver kind of pulls up on the street side of it. Um, you can see that there is a <coughs> cargo ship uh, moored uh, in the river on the far side of the warehouse. Uh, and there are a number of cranes <coughs> that are clearly unloading cargo from the um, from this ship, and there are various trucks moving about uh, and occasionally driving out, and um, you know, men and forklifts and equipment, uh, dozens of them kind of moving cargo into and out of the warehouse and shifting around, and there's lights on everywhere. Uh, it's clearly a very busy scene at the moment. Uh, there is a sign on the warehouse uh, announcing that it is uh, <coughs> the McTaggart <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, um, or is it at least one of or owned by or whatever, uh, the McTavish Distilling Company. Hmm. Is that a new name to me, or is that the... It's not Would... the Lavoise family uh -huh. distillery. Is it the Chicago people? Yeah, is uh, it a familiar... Uh, it is familiar, and yes, that is the Lavoise company. Mm. So weird. Uh, looks like they've owned this place for a long time, then. Just when I think I have them pegged. Hmm. Well, it may not all be connected, but we shall see. It's also possible that some of the family doesn't give a rat's ass about any of this and others do exactly and some of the violence may be business and not spiritual yes it did seem to <clears throat> enact a hostile takeover the other night um for sure and maybe they're not even aware if this is uh Work done by their the older members of the family. They're not even aware of uh, their uncle or grandfather or father owning this. But I think but that's do you probably think a stretch. That, do you think that whatever is giving power is coming on that boat? That boat there. The ones they are unloading. Yes. Hmm. I, the information we had was actually from 1748. So yes, the but fact that is that how we found be, the warehouse. I see but what I'm you're saying. If there is a deadline of tomorrow night, perhaps the things are coming in tonight and preparations will be made. Is that your yes. line of thought? Yes. It is. Perhaps Possible. we should sink that ship. Yes. Huh. But that's really uh, hard to. <laughs> it's quite the leap of uh, logic. It there. will be hard to to explore the warehouse. Um, I think at this moment, it's like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, something like that. Uh, by now, it would be probably nine thirty. Yeah, going on okay. getting yeah. close to ten. Are they dressed in some specific uniform or just seem like they're uh, 
sort of just working back and forth. I think there are some burly folks amongst us. Wondering if they could slip in amongst them and not be if there's a huge crew. Or would they be seen right away? Uh, it's pretty obvious to you that the uh, the burly ones among you, which I presume would be Mr. Volkov and uh, Mr. Marbury. No, uh, not burly. But... Oh, okay. Uh, so maybe Mr. Volkov. Uh, you know, in his uh, in his uh, very fancy suit and tie, uh, mm. is not going to pass as a longshoreman. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not. He's not dressed up because he was. He stood. Uh, uh, he tried he to get went... in. Oh, he did. Right. He did dress up. That's right. He just didn't do a good job of it. Yeah. I assume. I assume. I assume that he just always dresses up. He just strikes me. He always dresses up. That's well, you true. know, any men that went out in public, unless they were yeah. longshoremen, yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they were longshoremen. <laughs> <clears throat> well, do you think perhaps we could slip inside the warehouse now? At this hour, there may not be anyone in the offices. It's well, there are people all over. Look, they are taking. Boxes in, there are trucks, a crane, everybody is busy. They were busy in the front, but I assume a boat has arrived and so But well, you, you can see that you can see the ship not... on the far side of the Yeah. So they're not waiting till the next day to uh unload the boat. No, they are busy, yeah. Oh. I was thinking if everyone is busy within the general warehouse, perhaps the offices if they're located it's worth somewhere the else. It's worth a yeah. look. Perhaps the white collars have gone home. Yes. Or are out directing or whatnot. Does it look like all the activities on one side, Jim? Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Every every light is every window there's a light in every window. The whole place is lit up. There are people moving everywhere. It is quite the hive of activity. Well, well, it is only 10 o'clock. It won't take all night, presumably. We could wait it out. Otherwise, I'm not sure there's a way to get in if we're interested in visiting. What is, what's um is this attached is there like a space on all four sides of this warehouse or is it um is there another warehouse or you know right abutting it uh there is space but it's a row of warehouses okay but there's there's no couldn't be a connecting uh doorway between two warehouses because of the space that is correct okay and it's uh, a big a big building i assume yes yes What can we? Uh, does it look like there's a way to get to where we could read the name on the ship? Um, probably. You could, you know, ask the taxi driver to pull forward a little bit or back a little bit, or you know, get get to get a right to get the right angle on it. You could probably see the name on the ship. Oh, I assumed we'd gotten out of the taxi, but maybe not. Maybe we're still playing it safe. Either way. Um, okay, yeah, so I would I would be interested in that one way or the other. Okay. Uh, the ship is named something not relevant to the plot. 
Okay. Cool. It's a long name, but uh, I will. I'll try to make sure you put that in the notes. Yep. <laughs> the ship does have a name. We must begin research immediately. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I go to the newspaper. <laughs> Um, uh, I guess I was thinking more about from the name nationality, but if it's irrelevant, so that's fine. Um, oh, nationality would be the flag out, the flag hanging out the back, not not the name so much. Well, you know, there's the there's the Cayman Islands thing where it's <laughs> where the flag is, but then there's the actual uh, pride of ownership that might be, you know, is it you know French or English name, etc. But mm. I guess, given the name XYZ, we could sometime tomorrow go look up right. information about where it's coming from. and mm-hmm. Yeah, we could look at the shipping news and get the yeah. get information on it. What it's supposedly carrying. You did kind of... Your line of thought brought me to what could be a fun, if far-fetched... Uh, opportunity though um edwin when you mentioned another warehouse being close like how close are they for instance if say an enterprising group of people were to break into a next door warehouse that was unoccupied and say put find a few long boards or something to lay across the uh the roofs if it's sufficiently high and sufficiently close could they get across to see what was going on in the next one or is that no no. All right. Again, sufficiently long, uh, long odds, but might have been fun in a different game. <laughs> hmm. Is there, this is the warehouse district, so there's probably not a, well, there might be a bar sort of within a block or so of here. Uh, probably. Should we get a drink and see if we can think of anything or should we find a hotel and uh, oh, I think we have a hotel don't we weren't yes. you going to go back to change at it well I was I thought I was going to stay there while you went to the while you went to the people went out but uh, yes um Um, well, yes, that's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure this is the right place for this group necessarily to drink, but, uh, I suppose if our Russian friend is willing to, uh, deal with any comers, that would be fine. I'm sure he nods his head affirmatively that he will step forward in any battle situation. Knife his head and pounds his fist. Exactly. So, Mr. Marbury, in your experience, I believe this is called a stakeout. Do you think someone should stay near the building, or do you think that's sufficient to come back, go to the bar and come back soon? Well, I guess it depends on what we're looking for. But uh, I would normally keep eyes on the target, so to speak. We'll buy you a drink, then. That's fine. I'm happy to stay here with Slava. I'm not sure what we're going to see, but I'm happy to stay here. I've spent many a night in the cold, rainy Chicago weather, standing outside buildings, waiting for nothing to happen. 
And one more <laughs> won't kill me. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Careful what you say here. <laughs> wow, that was some ill-chosen words. <laughs> he, he looks a little confused, but he goes along with it. So, Mr. Volkov and Mr. Marbury are going to just stand around outside the uh, fence around the warehouse? and. Well, is there, like, just any kind of anything nearby across the street? Just any kind of cover, so to speak? Uh, luck roll? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, let's see. 78. Nope. No luck. Yeah, you're pretty much going to be just standing out there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it's going to look awfully strange of me to just stand here, so I think uh, perhaps I should uh, come with you guys. Wonderful. Yes, it sounded like we had some pressure to all stay together, so... <laughs> Okay, so everyone is going to walk up the street a block or two and find a <clears throat> little dive sailor's bar there. Indeed. Um, okay, you certainly can. Um, you know, the uh, it's it's pretty ratty. You, uh, you know, open the door and uh, there's, you know, not a whole lot of conversation going on, but there's a little, you know, there's there's a few snatches of conversation here, there. Uh, it's very dark. It's very smoky. Um, clearly, this is a bar for uh, dock workers and longshoremen. For not us. <laughs> uh, a number of heads turn in your direction as you walk in. Uh, as soon as uh, Ms. Boone and Ms. LaForge walk in, uh, there are at least five or six cat whistles from different parts of the bar. <laughs> will, uh... Oh, boy. First, I was made to feel out of place in upper society, and now I'm made to feel out of place in lower society. <laughs> well, I never find my level. Perhaps not. All right, I head right to the bar and... Uh put on my thickest Chicago accent and order up uh, a round of drinks while uh, I look around for a table. Uh, party luck roll? Uh, oh, that's pretty, I'm, I'm pretty high still. Yeah, that's me probably. Oh, it's 15. So close. Uh, there, are no free, there are no free tables. <laughs> of course. All right, well, we're going to stand around and finish our drinks awkwardly. <clears throat> you sure you want to be bringing in two dames into a place like this? If you're, oh. looking, if you're looking to make some money with them, this isn't the place. We don't take that here. No, 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 no. We, they just, you know, were from out of town and they were looking for uh, just a little excitement. I think as soon as we've had our drink... They will be full of excitement and then be ready to leave. Uh, a couple um, workers, you know, very kind of thick, rough, burly guys, 
uh, shove them, shove their way up to the bar, kind of push their way in between you. Um, one standing next to Ms. Boone, one standing next next to uh, Ms. LaForge. And they yes. start making appropriately rude comments. In, in which language? <laughs> French. <laughs> French? Yes. All right. Well, that I can deal with. Suggestions as to how the night should proceed. I will throw my drink in, in the face of one of them and uh, grab Volkov uh, uh, by the arm and, uh, and walk out. <laughs> okay. Uh, we will forego the bar fight for now. What about the other three? Well, I think when Miss LaForge walks out, I will follow. Yeah, I'll basically... You know, Jim, here's what I'd like to do. Um, I'm pretty good at fast talk. I would like to try to go up to whoever the leader is, maybe the guy that just got the drink thrown in his face, and apologize profusely and offer to buy him and his friends drinks and basically try to delay them long enough while the rest of the people get out. Uh, how good is your French? It's horrible. <laughs> uh, are you trying to charm them or persuade them? Uh, or bribe them? Yeah, I think it's bribing them. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not a... Um, I've got okay persuade, but really I've got fast talk, so I'm trying to like, I don't know, I don't know. Do as you will. It's it's <laughs> fine if it doesn't work. <laughs> um, go ahead, make a roll. Okay. Uh, thirty nine. I'm willing to spend some luck to make it a success. Okay. On that's uh, fine. Okay. They have no idea what they're. They have no idea what they're saying. Uh, you're pretty sure you very narrowly avoided a crack across the jaw there, uh, but they're more than willing to take your money. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, I guess that wasn't such a great idea. Perhaps not. I did not know that Montreal was uh, so uncivilized in this part. <laughs> But I guess it makes sense. Well, shall we call it a night, Zen? Uh, I think so. At least those of us who do not uh, belong here on the on the wharf. Well, we all may have a busy day tomorrow. We may, yes. Marbury and Volkov were planning to do this tonight, though. Do you gentlemen still wish to stay or call it a night with us? Or would you like us to stay, stay with in you? order to sneak into the warehouse? Or uh, whatever you want to do. I think you two had planned on doing this and we sidetracked you to go to the um, the Canterbury Club earlier in the evening. Well, it doesn't look like there's. Uh much sneaking about to be done tonight 
at the warehouse. I don't know how long it's going to take them to unload the ship, but it's already 10 o'clock and they're still at it. Can we tell how uh, high in the water the ship is riding? How about intelligence rolls? Sure. I presume no no one has, like, merchant marine piloting. (laughs) In the background. I do have a hearty success on the intelligence, though. I just have a normal success on intelligence. Uh, They're going to be here all night. Okay. Okay. I don't think there's much point in us hanging around here anymore. Very good. This looks like a dead end. We will live to see another day. Are you headed to the hotel or to the church? Uh, Hotel. I think the hotel, yeah. Yeah, I don't think... Slava and I actually have rooms yet, so we'll probably have to try to get one at the hotel. Uh, they can certainly provide you with rooms. That's not going to be a problem. Okay. Is Madame yeah. Donju is she the only one at the uh, the church right now? As far as you know, yep. As far as we know, okay. And she's not. I forgot what happened. She's not still hurt, is she? Was nope. she hurt? Nope. Okay. Good. She'll be fine. She is attending to her duties. Maintaining Sankuti in the absence of clerical support. So you turn in, get a good night's, get a nice full good night's sleep. You guys are probably in bed by eleven. Crazy for investigators to be in bed that early. Yeah. Uh, everyone can have a hit point if you want it. That's exciting. Presume when you get up in the morning, you'll come downstairs, meet yeah. up, discuss. Um, as you come downstairs, Mr. Harwick, hmm. uh, there you. The others probably saw him, but don't recognize him. There is a gentleman sitting in the lobby. He's wearing a rumpled brown suit. Huh. Yes. A white shirt, no tie. Very clearly the same man you you who uh you attempted to chase out of the mm. Canterbury Club last night. Interesting. Does he seem to notice me as I walk down? Uh he does. He looks at you, he stands up. Not making to uh run, he starts he takes a step towards you. I will take a step towards him. This will go on for several minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You might even say something. I might even. I might walk up to him and say, uh, Percival Hardwick, nice to meet you. Ah, je suis Detective Dane Deraz. It is a pleasure. Yes, yes. I I believe you were uh, in the club last night, yes? Mm, Yes, yes, I was. You were there as well, as well as uh, young mademoiselle and um, a gentleman from Chicago, Willie. 
Ah, uh, yes, you are well informed. He only recently arrived. Hmm. And how is it that uh, that you were able? Are you a member of the Canterbury Club? Silence. I take your silence as assent. <laughs> or a bad internet connection. The scent of a skunk. <laughs> Monsieur Le Pew. Pew pew. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where where are our manners? Come come join us for breakfast. The others will be there. Perhaps perhaps, and I will uh, I will grab the paper as we walk by because the paper always gives us good information. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing a good job of it. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> Should always be reading the newspaper. Hmm. Perhaps I'll have something about the ship with no name. Because I've been to Montreal with the ship with no that's, name. That's right, exactly, yeah. Uh, as we're, uh, as uh, Detective Duraz is, appears to be a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll gather around the table. We um, can make a uh, library use roll. Huh. That's uh, extreme. Just a regular old one for me. I'm gonna fail for Patricia. Uh, there is an article about two bodies being discovered on uh, near the observation platform at uh, Mount Royal yesterday. Excellent. Hmm. Does it identify either one of them as a reporter of the paper that we're reading right now? Uh, it does not. It identifies one of them as a local taxi driver. Uh, and the yes. other as an unknown American. Mm -hmm. oh. Do we have reason to think that the observatory out there, the east side of Mount Royal or something, do we have reason to suspect anything's going on in that area? Like um, Anna Salise, when you talk to the police, they say there were more people that were found in that area? They or were very circumspect. They did not say anything. And those first cadavers that Mr. Gaston showed you, were they found in that area by any chance? Grasping for leaves here. Do you not think not. so? Yeah, um, they were they were not. That was just a setup. Okay. I think it may have just been a isolated place where they thought they could uh, mm. did. Yes. Poor stand. But I don't know. <clears throat> Perhaps we have a scene before we meet the detective where we could talk freely. <laughs> <laughs> Go oh, right ahead. The shipping news. Did one of us grab the shipping news to find out about that ship? Oh, I didn't know we were going to do that. That's a good idea. Someone mentioned that last night. It sounds so good. I, I even remembered it. <laughs> uh sure you can it's it's in the it's in the uh it's in the paper mm -hmm. 
Uh, the ship has uh, just come to Montreal uh, from Calais. Hmm. Interesting. Carrying grain. Grain. It's a grain. I don't warehouse. believe that for a second. Yes, you can hide all sorts of things inside. Grain. Can't Grain to a distillery company mm. makes sense, though. Mm, it's yes. a cover story, anyway. Mm-hmm. Will grain burn? Yes. Oh, it'll exp- the grain dust will explode, even. Oh, excellent. Let's hope there's something going on in that warehouse. You have a excitement for fire, Miss Boone. Uh, just crazy excitement. Although I, you could say I've had a bit too much this trip. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A couple of dead people on a ship. Oh, uh, Victor Ann. Yeah, Victor Ann. Vic, that guy. Vic. Yes, we are to meet him soon. Yes, in the morning. How would you like to uh, to do this, Miss Stanislavis? It is your life in the line? Yes. Um, well, I think he saved our our lives, so... If he is really there, I think it will be okay. Although I thought the same of Alain, that he was okay until he was not. But I think we will go and meet him and see what we discover. All of us openly together? Though I must admit the last time we tried subterfuge, that didn't work too well. That was the night we met Mr. Victorian. Yes. I mean, it worked better than perhaps going in straight would have worked. I don't know. But you want to go in just out in the open, all of us, this time? Whoever would like to come. Okay. I'm not sure I have any plans this afternoon. Unless something else comes up, I'd, I'd love to meet the gentleman. Well, is there anything else that we need to accomplish in this day? Can't really think of what. It's going to be a big night, but I guess we could always return back to the warehouse, though. I mean, they're bound to, they have to stop unloading sometime. What do you say, Mr. Marbury? Is it too risky during the day? I'm just trying to. Think of what are excuses for going there. The reason for actually going there? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm willing to go try it, sneak, try and sneak in there and uh, see what I can see. I guess I'd rather... I, I haven't been had, having much luck bluffing my way in or out of places. 
considering you I may don't need speak to learn French. French. Yes, exactly. Yes. So uh, I'm guessing that uh, perhaps the clandestine mode might work better for Slava and myself. Hmm. Well, or you actually speak the language enough. Perhaps I could go as a translator for you. I speak French quite well, and perhaps you could approach them with uh, as if you were an independent operator offering a business deal. I could try. Uh, I suspect they might just refer to uh, refer us to the bosses who probably aren't in the warehouse, but. Uh... There's got to be a reason why we need to see the interior of the warehouse. There was something special about that year of 1748. Father Phil, little Phil, what do you say? Perhaps will they have to find his notes now, but I think he said something along the lines of, will they discover the secret of 17 or 178 years ago? So that's the only thing we know that happened during that time. And that's the only lead we have connected to that year. So I don't know. Again, it's the only lead. I so, suppose. Mm, yes. Go ahead. Do you think the records of the shipping company go back that far and we could find out what was delivered? I'm assuming it was the body. Um, of 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 James of Andrews that was delivered, but I don't know. Well, I have to imagine that the records probably wouldn't say something like that, would they? So you that's where you got the information was from the shipping records. Right, but I'm thinking of the actual companies, uh, the company's uh, records as opposed to the public. You know, there might be some sort of, uh, I don't know, some... Uh, I think it would just either it was a cover story and it said, you know, some grain was received like last night. Right. Or uh, maybe it wouldn't even be in there at all. I, 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 so this is a thought that might get us in there or at least one or two of us in there. Uh, being that I'm from Chicago and I know that there are some uh, family ties, so to speak, between the uh, Chicago mob and the Lavois, uh, I'm wondering if that might be a in. Just come out and say it. Well, that's. I mean, is there a good connection between I, them? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think we saw we saw one of them last night at the club, right? Stefan, yes. I just don't know what that excuse would do for us. Hmm. Like, I don't have a good reason why the mafia would want to come and look at the warehouse. Uh, Miss Boone, I'm wondering if we should uh, prevail upon you to... Uh to go speak to the Lavoise again and just sort of put our cards on the table with them. Mm, yes. And what are our cards again? Well, we are we are aware that somebody has found um, some some 
information that makes them believe that they can bring back a uh, an ancient badness. If I suppose if they react with clapping their hands wildly and joyful glee, then you have some idea that they are not as disinterested as you thought they might be. <clears throat> I hate it's to just, go back to that place alone. I mean, are we... I guess, how many points of interest are we looking at for this morning, then? Are we looking at maybe the Lavoise? Are we just giving up on the warehouse, or saying it's nothing it we can do about it? It doesn't sound like there's an easy way into the warehouse. Right. So if we wind up with only two, then that's an easier split if someone wants to come with me to the Lavoise place. Um... Someone who's a little bit slower than me when they run, perhaps. <laughs> that was a good slow burn. It took me faster than the other people around me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then someone else took go with uh, Anna Elise. If we give up, I mean, are those the only two things we can think of this morning? We can go check on uh, Miss uh, uh, not Dubois, not Dujure, the nice lady who runs the church, Danjou, Madame Danjou. Madame Danjou. Yes. See if anything's happened over the night. Those are the only things I can think of, but I, I suppose I'm willing, as long as I don't uh, have to go alone. I should probably go soon to to meet. Uh... Mm -hmm. Victorine, because he said to come early. I did find the journal, though, real quick, in case it makes any difference. Uh, the actual line is, they may discover the dates and solve the 178-year mystery. Years of mystery. But what if they uncover more? So, yeah, I don't know. It just sounds like that's when it all began. <clears throat> Maybe nothing in that warehouse after all okay shall we split who would like to come with me everybody or somebody or nobody it is all fine <laughs> who gets to go get killed with i mean yeah <laughs> right <laughs> who do i run away from yes <laughs> who do i leave behind <laughs> i want to hear no more talk about red shirts <laughs> Uh, okay, so Ms. LaForge is going to Vizier Square to meet with uh, yes. Victorians. And Ms. Boone, you're headed to the Lavoie Estate? I am. That's the, I believe, the plan. Okay. I'm going to tail, um, sorry, Edwin's character's name. Yeah, okay. Just said it, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so just Marbury. keep an eye on her, but I don't want to be obvious about it. Okay. And Mr. Harwick? Oh, I think I'm going with Miss LaForge. Okay, so Miss Boone is going to the Lavoie Estate by herself. <laughs> I take uh, Slava with me, perhaps? Should we send Mr. Volkov with her? Of course. <laughs> okay. And perhaps the new detective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, the, the new detective is coming with Miss LaForge. Okay. Hmm. Well, should I? Maybe I should switch targets then. Hmm. Maybe I should go with you. 
if you've got three people going sure. together, yeah, that makes sense. I'll go. Depends on what your movement is. You really want to think it's, about it's, yeah, I, <laughs> I'll look like I hobble, but um, <laughs> in actuality, I was a track star in high school. That'll lure Miss <laughs> Boone into thinking you're a good person to bring exactly. along. Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay, so Marbury is actually going to the Lavoie State with that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's follow uh, Boone and party to the Lavoie State. You've been there before a couple times. You can get a taxi to take you up there uh, to the estate. Uh, the gate is closed. Perhaps you could uh, give me a quick briefing on exactly why we're coming here. Um, I believe the time for uh, beating about the bush is over. Is there a little buzzer or something to let them know, identify from the gate that someone's here? There certainly is. Okay, yes. So I, I believe the idea, last night you may have heard a little cat and mouse game that I played with Stefan at the Canterbury. I may have been a little too sly for our own good time. Has come. Understood. Yes. Uh, on the gate. Nothing happens for a few minutes. <clears throat> and then you see um, someone exit the main house of the manor and start walking up the lane towards the gate. As he gets closer, you can see he's uh, one of the staff of the house. Uh, he's, he comes up to, you know, maybe <clears throat> five feet away from the gate on his side. Oui, bonjour. Uh, bonjour, monsieur. Um, je m'appelle Patricia, Patricia Boone. I would like to see... Um, Monsieur Stefan, a Madame Samine, please. Does Ms. Boone speak French? No, that's just me butchering it <clears throat> myself. She does not. He rattles off something in French. <clears throat> okay. You do hear the words. Uh, Mademoiselle Levine or Lavoie and uh, Monsieur Lavoie in there somewhere. Okay. We'll take it much, much slower, slowly. <clears throat> I, with big hand gestures, want to see. <laughs> and, you know, go through the whole bit there. Do I have any. Uh, he he kind of sniffs in a somewhat rude manner. Mm -hmm. No. And he turns around and walks back towards the house. <laughs> no. Look to Mr. Marbury. Have you ever seen the like? I believe uh, he said no. <laughs> I don't. I don't speak much of their language, but there is one word that I understand. And that is no. Hmm. I don't think I have any sort of token from anything. Oh, I have the check. I wonder if I could kind of wave that around, and make it known that I want to talk to them about it or something. No, that's a bit gauche waving around. 
money like that. Feels to me uh, that they just don't want to talk to us. Yes, I think that's pretty clear. They think last night, or they may think last night was the last they'll ever see of us. At least that they want to see to us. I suppose we missed our chance. Uh, anything that they owed us is... Mm-hmm. Any debt that they owed us is paid. I don't know that they did, but... Yes. The check and the trip to the Canterbury Club, I think, was maybe the uh, best to be expected. Guess we're on our own, then. I guess. Do you think there's anything to be gained by a return trip to the Canterbury Club during daylight hours? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, what say you, then? Do we have an address for where they're going to be? Do Johnny come lately, or do you want to uh, return to Sanquity to twiddle our thumbs with Madame Danjou? She makes a nice pot of coffee, that lady does. Is there any direct action we can take? Is there anyone we can go talk to that we know of? What What is it that we're trying to find out here? <laughs> You've come to the problem right there, sir. I couldn't have said it better. We don't really know. We know something big is going to happen tonight. We know... Um, Do we have you... an idea of where? No. Um, I will interject and not make... Well, I might make you go look it up but I'm not going to make you make an idea roll. Okay. Uh, the answer is yes. There's a couple things that you have not, that you have just completely ignored. Completely ignored. Yes. Um, hmm. One thing is that perhaps when you saw a guy get his throat cut right in front of you, Desjardins and the knife at Cafe Minuit, where we left the man. Yes. For a day and a half now? Two days? You don't really... I guess think. we could go back there and look around some more in there. That's where something happened. I'm trying to think... Probably nothing to be gained by going back to Palm Door, which was the nightclub the first time. Nothing to be gained by going to the Voise. Nothing to be gained by going to the country club. The antique store, the warehouse, the bookshop. Cafe Mean We. There's no shame in an idea roll. I would <laughs> love to make one. Would Feel you... free to make an idea roll. All right, all right. Just in case he doesn't. 23 out of 65. Hard success. Good, because I barely make a normal success. Who is this Desjardins fellow? There we go. I was right. I had the idea without the roll. Well, that's a soft normal success at best. Desjardins and the knife. What is the knife they want? And how can we possibly go about figuring that out? Go back to the gentleman we have tied up, or you have tied up, perhaps? Uh, we could try. May not be there any longer, but uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's worth it. Worth a try. We have nothing else to do. Sounds good. So Ellis was the guy who came in 
and slit his friend's throat. The friend was the one who made contact with you. And the friend was saying, Desjardins has the knife to Ellis before he got his uh, throat cut. Is that your recollection, Matt? I have to find in the pages. I, yeah, I'm going to have to. To be honest, I had just arrived in town. You had mere moments before that, and I'm not entirely <laughs> sure I knew what was going on. I still don't, but. <laughs> I say, things have gotten better. Well, yes, perhaps we can drive to uh, or take the cab to Cafe in many ways. And we can uh, come back after we figure out exactly what should, we should be looking for. Uh, this is also a Call of Cthulhu game in the 1920s. Uh, there is a, there are some obvious sources for information when you want to learn about someone. Own book, newspaper, newspaper, library, library, police station, police station. I've had good luck sleeping with uh, various objects. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm sure going to say various people, but objects work as well. Tell them your life. They tell you a life story. Who knows? Um, well, when all else fails, we can go look at the map, too. Mm. Uh, perhaps the psychiatric center. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Well, Jim, we'll let, Jim, we'll let, Jim yeah, why don't you cut to the others, and Steve and I will have a conversation offline. That's exactly what I was about to say. We'll uh, we'll leave you two and Mr. Volkov to ponder the question <clears throat> as we cut over to Vizier Square uh, with the uh, unfortunately quiet, because I'm sure he has all sorts of good information that could help, uh, Detective DeRose. Yeah. <clears throat> along with uh, Mr. Harwick and Ms. LaForge. Uh, and I lost the park. Where is the park? There it is. <clears throat> so, Vizier Square. Uh, it is a very lovely uh, on this uh, morning of April the 6th, I think we are now. Yeah. Um. There are a handful of people wandering around. There are some vendors, uh, variously, you know, with their little carts around uh, the uh, around the square, selling coffee and pastries. Um, okay, I will go buy a pastry and a coffee. I will keep my eyes open for the man. That I know as Victorine. <clears throat> you can certainly do so. Buy your coffee and pastry. The coffee is hot and French. Uh, the pastry equally so. Ah. It well, was worth it just for that. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> is there anybody looking around at us suspiciously? Because it seems like everywhere we go, people know where we are. Uh, spot hidden rolls. Uh, ooh, that's going to be good. That's, that's a zero be... one. Oh, uh, oh well, that's so right. hard success. No, no, you, you, yeah. <laughs> I found the pastry. It is right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do not see anyone looking at you suspiciously, uh, but you do see someone you recognize. Uh, Jean-Paul Victorine. 
Uh, he's pretty easily uh, recognized. He's he's wearing the same suit that you saw him in before, uh, except he has a uh, a black overcoat with a um, uh, a nice kind of silk crimson edging on it. Uh, his his rather large, wide brimmed hat uh, is off. It's sitting on his lap. Oh, so he is, he's seated. Uh, yes, he's Somewhere. sitting on a bench. Okay, uh, there are a <clears throat> a handful of pigeons that are kind of cooing around him and and sitting on hmm. the he's kind of sitting quietly on the bench uh, next to him. Uh, he has uh, his cane, which you saw before, a nice black jet black uh, silver tipped cane, uh, resting on the bench next to him, and uh, he makes eye contact uh, with you and. Uh, Nods a greeting from across the across the way there. I will walk over to the bench and uh, oh, bonjour. Thank you for uh, for being here. Uh, bonjour, Mister George, Mister Howick. Good to see you again, Detective De Rose. Very good to see you again, sir. Ah, oh, you know the detective, of course. Yes, we have met. Well, we seem to have uh, meddled in some some hornets, but uh, I don't know. You you seem to know what is going on a little more. Well, I know one or two things. I know one or two things. Perhaps we can be of service to one another. Perhaps you certainly uh, have done have done us some service already. Indeed, we owe you greatly, sir. <clears throat> well, it was simply uh, my duty as a good Christian man to help out my fellows, but I believe I can. Offer you some some aid, perhaps some information, in exchange for your assistance with um, my challenges when the time comes. Yes, it is possible that we can help. Perhaps I do not know. Oh, I have no idea that you will be able to. We should tell you that we, uh, I know that we had talked earlier about you potentially helping us find the father. He is, um, we believe he is no longer among the living. Well, I am very sorry to say, no, no, that is not true. I'm actually very glad to say, I do apologize for the implication that your belief is incorrect. Very good. Is he whole? Mm, certain parts of him are broken, I believe, but nothing that can't be repaired. Have we lost me or him? 
No, I can still hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear okay. you. Okay. I can hear you. Maybe it's just Edwin. Yeah. Are you still there, Edwin? Have I lost everybody? Hmm. I can hear some of you. <clears throat> I can hear all of you. I can hear everybody as well. Edwin. Uh, yes. So you you believe that? <laughs> I don't know what we can do at this point. We've got to just <laughs> take it over. Take it over. Sir. Excellent. Finally. Uh, yes, so you, you believe that Father McBride is alive. We did find his mm, ear. Uh, yes, he was uh, grievously injured, both in body and in mind, but he is quite alive. Oh, that is a relief. I. Oh, it's going to be unfortunate when we have to talk to him. His uh, His cousin is not among the living anymore. Uh, that is unfortunate. Yes. Ah, Miss LaForge. <laughs> yes, yes. I uh, got distracted by the coffee. It is very good. <clears throat> so, what say you? Well, we. How is it that we may be of service to you? <clears throat> I am in search of an object that I believe, no, no, I do apologize. Allow me to state more plainly that I know is in the possession of a group which I believe you are aware of called the Lords. Uh, yes. yes, we are aware of the Lords. Yes, they have a, um, <clears throat> an object that is of interest to us. Oh, sorry, you've said us a couple of times. Who is us, if I may ask? Oh, I do apologize, sir. Um, I am. I represent the Vatican in this matter. Oh, of course. Oh, well, that is uh, that is good. Um, and what, and you would like us to give you information about this object or to attempt to find this object? Should you come across it, I would like you to retrieve it and return it to me, yes. And this is a, a Vatican object, perhaps? Yes, stolen some many years ago, stolen some many years ago. And it is only recently that it has come to our attention that it is in the possession of the Lords here in Montreal. I see. And what is it? Um, it is a statue. A small one, about this large, shaped out of a piece shaped out of a single piece of marble. The uh Perhaps you've seen such where the sculptor 
shapes part of the marble and leaves part as uncut stone. It is this kind of thing. Yes. But the the maker was, uh, the artisan was um, quite clever because there is uh, a, a small hidden chamber inside the uncut part of the marble. Inside that chamber is a jewel called Steed's Tear. And it is this jewel, not the statues that you are interested in. Well, the statue certainly does have some minor historic value. I would not mind seeing it return, but at the end of the day, yes, it is the jewel that is somewhat more important to the Vatican. And is this what has been searched in the antique stores uh, a few nights ago? Quite possibly. I would not be surprised if there were more than one part, if there were more parties interested in obtaining this stone. And what this tear has some, it is not just money. The Vatican, of course, has plenty of money. It must be some, have some power. I'm quite sure that I don't know what you mean, Miss LaFord. Uh, it has a certain holy relevance, let's say. Perhaps that is what I mean. It would be useful, not just sentimental value to to recover it. It would be better for all involved if it were returned to the Vatican. Hmm. Well, I don't see why we could not keep our eyes open for it. How is it that you believe the Lords have it? What is your source for that? Perhaps we could follow that trail. <clears throat> you are aware of the extent of uh, the church. There are informants and news and gossip and rumor all about I believe in this particular case, a congregant, a congregant happened to spot the statue on a ship coming into town, happened to mention it to another congregant, where it was overheard by a priest who found it interesting, who mentioned it to another priest, who mentioned it to a bishop. <laughs> Eventually, word reached Rome. And... The ship came into harbor here. Did uh, I suppose it must have uh, come to a well? It's, it's a, to the to the do the lords have a uh, have a warehouse that they might use? <clears throat> the lords in this town are quite rich and powerful. I imagine they own. And between them, they own many shipping interests. Fair enough. They they did. We we have met some of them, but they seem mostly mm, disengaged in anything other than talking about money and enjoying money. It's they they don't seem to have any place where they're doing uh, group business. At least I guess is what I would say. But uh, perhaps we just don't know enough yet. Well, certainly not to the extent that they once were. I would certainly I would completely agree, and I. I would find it hardly believe that 
whoever the statue is in possession of finds it anything more than an interesting art treasure. And where have you looked already that we should not look again? I can tell you it is not anywhere in Sankuti or the Canterbury Club. Very good. And do you think that the Lavois have it at their estate, or you do not? I believe that the Lavois, who were members of the Lords, are now dead. Yes, I believe that is true, but uh, the statue would not disappear with their deaths. This is true. Mm -hmm. Certainly possible. It is a possibility, yes. Mm -hmm. I am curious. Um, we're, we're happy, of course, to help, but uh, we are not from here. We don't, surely the church has people with better contacts than us to do this sort of thing. Oh, yes. I will continue my own investigations and <clears throat> there are various other church agents around the city. Hmm. I'm not, I'm certainly not expecting uh, you and your group to rush off and tear the city apart in sole search of our lost statue. I'm simply asking that yes, because yes. I know that you have already become engaged in the Lords as part of well, your fine. own little unfortunate matter, should you come across it. Hmm. We're just part of a greater effort. That's that's perfectly reasonable. And uh, what uh, what sort of aid do you have for us that we are looking for? <clears throat> Verdun Psychiatric Center. Yes. Is that where we'll find the father? That is where you will find Father Philip McBride, yes. Hmm. Okay. We'll go talk to him. And may I ask, since you seem to know so much about him, do you think that he is on uh, your side, so to speak, still, as a good Christian? <clears throat> I have not spoken to him. One can only hope and pray. Yes. If he is not, then like all souls, I'm sure he can be redeemed. Yes. Yes, that is true. <coughs> well, thank you. <clears throat> With that, he uh, stands up, puts his hat on. Good day, mademoiselle, monsieur, detective. Sure. He strolls away. Well, I don't know what I hope for. Open. But, uh, I guess no. we can go talk to the father. 
Yes, that would be good. I wonder, though, if he is there and he can be spoken with, why he has not sent word. But we will go find out what has happened to him. Okay. Let's it was a shame Stanley isn't with us. He, <laughs> as a relative, could get in there, but uh, we'll, well perhaps the we detective uh, has some uh, some sway. Well, if not, I have some money that usually sways things. Very <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yes, that will always help. Uh, let's cut back to uh, Mr. Marbury and Ms. Boone. We worked it all out amongst each other while we were waiting, so we know exactly what we're doing. Wonderful. Amazing. We're yes. on a cafe minuit. Okay. Yes. I noticed on the map, as a quick question, that is near, well, at least the only thing that's marked that it's near, is a place called uh, Sherbrooke. Is that a neighborhood or something? Maybe too far away. It's a street. It's a street. All right, so that must have been a cross street. <clears throat> okay. No luck then. Uh, so you return <clears throat> to the scene of your uh, murder and leaving someone to die? Yes. Excellent idea. <laughs> and as we approach, I, I carefully kind of scope out the area, you know, from a block away to see, you know, are there police there? Is there anyone hanging out the front door? Uh, there is no one obvious. The, okay. uh, the block is not surrounded by police officers. Uh, there's no yellow police tape across the door. Good. Nothing, nothing of that nature. Sure. Um, as you uh, approach the door, you may make a spot hidden roll. Okay. I imagine that's both correct. Yeah, yeah. That will uh, be a normal process. Hard, hard success. Uh, the door is not as you, as you left it. It has recently there. It shows it's kind of scratched and dented, and has clearly recently been broken into. Can you remind okay. me too? Do we enter at street level, or do we kind yes. of go down? Okay. You do enter it. at street level and then go down. Uh, listen at the door. Can you hear anything within? Can you make a listen roll? But I fail with a 99. Splinters in your ears. Yes, yes. I also uh, fail by two, but I don't have the luck to try that. Is there a, um, is it attached to like, multiple buildings there's a way to kind of get to the back of it easily things like that perhaps we shouldn't come in the front door having been down there before you don't believe so don't believe so this is it the basement cafe in a row of buildings okay uh, I my, my purse sorry yeah just is it locked i try the knob to see if it's locked it is not okay i Pull my pistol out and motion for her to uh, stay to one side of the door, and I quietly open it. Okay. You do so. And look down. It's dark. Okay. Uh, assuming I don't hear anything, I will enter and okay. look for a, feel around for a light switch or something. Uh, you can certainly find one. Click the lights on. Do I notice any movement out on the street while he goes in after us having kind of been on the street 
or excuse me, been on the street kind of making a show going in. Anyone seem to notice us outside particularly? Spot hidden roll. That's a hard success on that. Nope. Okay. I'll slip in my hand inside my purse on my own gun. Okay. Make your way downstairs. It is as you left it. Two dead bodies, lots of blood. Oh, one man tied up. Except that he is lying on his side and his throat has been slashed open. Looks like someone returned here and killed him. Uh, all right. Well, let's search the place, I guess. Can we examine the body, maybe? Are there, like, helpful footprints in the blood or something to be gained of that ilk? A warning letter stuffed in his mouth? Spot hidden roll. Spot hidden roll. That would be a normal pass. Looking around as well. 47... That is a regular success. Uh, you find nothing either interesting or suspicious. I mean, besides the three dead bodies. Okay. Shall we Another dead place? end. It, was that a roll to search the bot, just the body, or the entirety? Well, I, I was looking around. But... The entirety. Okay. I guess we need to. Just continue following up on him. We don't have a first name. We don't know any context around him. Just that last name. And the knife as well. Something about a knife, but we we don't know even what that means, right? Well, we're not far from the library, the National Library. We could look historically up to see if there's a Desjardins um, involved with the Lavoirs or James of Andrews back in the 1700s or... Well, he said that he, something about Desjardins has the knife, right? So this right. would be somebody current, not historical. Well, we thought James of Andrews was only historical as well. Right. But, but yeah, finding out that he was around 200 years ago wouldn't do us any good right now, right? We, we no. want to find right. where this guy is now and how to go talk to him. Right, but it's a, if it's a family name as well, just like the was, right? It's going to be like Smith. Yeah, it's it's going to be you know an interesting piece of data, but not it's not going to direct us any in any further. So uh, let's start by look. Yeah, I guess. So Jim, I guess we go find we try and find a phone book, and then we find that there are fifteen thousand Desjardins in the phone book. <laughs> um, and so. Once again, we're at a standstill. Um, I guess we can go to the library and see if there's an old Desjardins, famous Desjardins family. As you were yeah. saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Um, these people don't have... The only thing we know these guys are attached to are antique stores bookstores and liquor distributing so i mean it's not like we can look at one 
certain place. I guess we could look and see if there's a Desjardins in one of those. In the club? Is there like a... Could we find out a membership list of the club? The Canterbury Club? Yeah. If only we had a first name. Yes, yes. Uh, all right. I don't know. The the library is the only real yeah. you know, straw worth grasping at to me, yep. unless I think of something else. They'll probably also have a phone book. So. Yeah, it's true. Try both approaches. To the library. You can certainly do that, and we'll keep it with you guys for a few more minutes here. Um, library use rolls. Alrighty. Oh, uh, it hurts. Oh, an extreme. <clears throat> Very easy to find. Um, a um, information on a, a gentleman, uh, Maurice Desjardins. Uh, who passed away a couple weeks ago. Um, he was a very wealthy and successful land developer uh, in Montreal. Um, who from some of the uh, you know records, and you can find some articles and stuff um, in uh, previous papers. Um, that um, yes, that um, uh, he would you know besides being a, a very wealthy uh, land developer, very successful uh, around the city, uh, he was a collector of antiques. And I think there were, there there were I think you had some very good successes in there too, as well, right? For the library use, yeah, yeah, hard and extreme. Okay, um, you can find um, information that his estate is being handled. Uh, in, it's probably mentioned in his obituary, this kind of thing, uh, by. The office of uh, Godbold Harrison Milieu. But of course, Godwolf Harrison Milieu. I'm sure I'm misspelling all that stuff, but um. <clears throat> I don't know. This is a dead end. Law is my bailiwick, you might say. Perhaps I could... Uh, even your milieu. Even my milieu, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not my god, Wolfer Harrison, but we'll make do with one of three. Um, exactly. Uh, certainly we can come up with some pretense to um, go to the offices of these three and... Uh, demand that we look into the um demands antique um collection what do you think uh, sure again i would ask i mean i guess we can go try and find him but i i guess i would ask what is it we're trying to find out 
thought. Well, we know. Well, if nothing else, his name was brought up by a man who died a few seconds later. And, you know, th those knives, the writing on them was, I believe, Tibetan. And um, we suspect Tibetan. And that's what the book um, that seemed pretty important um, that we tried to get translated for so long was written in. It just seems like an awful lot of coincidences and something. If this guy who called you was trying to get out of something bad, then he's connected in here somehow or another, probably. And it just seems like this knife that Desjardins has would be worth having, where there's at least a trail to follow there. Okay. So you maybe we approach the lawyers saying that we are interested in purchasing this knife? Yes, you could be my clients. Um, perhaps I could say that you have a um, a claim upon. Uh, <clears throat> we are in the library. Perhaps I can gather some legal forms, make it look quite official, or at least hubbity bubbity. Say that I represent you, and you are you have a claim upon uh, some of his artifacts, and demand that we uh, see these antiques, and um, go from there. That's my suggestion. Or we could say you want to buy them if you want to go with that one. It just seems like the latter, we don't need anything to prove it. It's just a fact that we would want to buy them. Whereas if you're trying to trick them into thinking that we actually have some claim to them, now we have to make up evidence of that. Yeah, but if we're not willing to sell, then they just say no and we're done. With the first one, they at least have to engage somehow or another. Well, if you believe you're, I mean, you're the lawyer, so I cannot cannot argue with you on that. I cannot lie. Ever since um, I realized I was actually playing, well, not about this. Ever since I realized I was actually playing a lawyer, I've been itching to find an excuse to use the, the law skill. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we uh, have a task ahead of us then. There we are. Yes. Oh, that was a out of character. You can't lie. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> in character, I'm about to uh, do my liarly best to lie about everything. I was going to say in character, you're about to use, lose your license. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you guys are going to work up some crazy fake legal story document whatever try the legal approach rather than the just buy it approach is that sounds like uh, <laughs> patricia has no, a plan no on mind. that scale yeah. <laughs> try okay. this crazy <laughs> dumbass plan to do this thing or you could just try to buy it you know which one are you gonna do <laughs> well I, I offered my suggestion i think patricia has her okay fair enough has, has her opinion <clears throat> Uh, we'll leave you. Ever. We'll leave you there for a bit as you uh, put together some fake legal paperwork <laughs> <laughs> and cut back to the others. Speaking of crazy, let's. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, say. Uh, the unfortunately quiet detective Jarose, Mister Harwick, Ms. LaForge, standing there in the square. Oh, we are we are headed to the uh, headed to the institute. Asylum. Father McBride's being kept. 
take the taxi. Absolutely, you can certainly do that. Um, <clears throat> the uh, taxi pulls up in front. Um, it is every bit, you know, what you would picture, you know, a, a unpleasant Gothic asylum to look like. Uh, it almost looks like a prison. It's just a huge stone, you know, gray stone wall, bleak, dark. You know, as you as you get out of the taxi and you're kind of standing there in front of the, uh, you know, the gates or the, or the the gate, you know, wall surrounding the uh, facility. Um, you know, rows of inward slanted barbed wire around the top. Uh, you know, you could you could swear that you know a, a cloud passes over the sun, and you know it almost <laughs> it it almost starts. You know, a little drizzle uh, starts to uh, rain down on you. Well, how are we planning to visit? Should we uh, just say we are friends and? Oh, we are. Will let us see him. We are friends. Yes. Yes, I think it's reasonable. Good. A uh, security guard comes up to you. We. Uh, bonjour. We are here to see uh, Monsieur uh, Father McBride. Is he a patient or I do not know he the is, name on staff. I believe he is a patient, yes. Okay. Um you can go to the front you can go to the reception desk right through that door. Thank you. Hmm. Nay, the, the the Vatican may not have identified him as a father. We may need to use his name Philippe. Well, I'm worried also he may be here under another name, but we he's just a security guard, so he won't know anybody. So mm. that makes sense. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> you walk in kind of the front door and sure enough, there's a reception desk there. A rather stern looking uh, middle aged woman. We. Oui. Oui, bonjour, we are looking for Monsieur uh, Philippe McBride. I'd like to uh, visit Mr. him. McBride, uh, patients? Yes. Friends? You are family, friends? Friends. Uh, one moment, uh, McBride, McBride. You did say Philippe McBride, yes? Yes. Yes. I believe you have come to the wrong location. There is we, no, uh, we do not have a Philip Me. Philip McBride here. You do not have a, a Stanley McBride here, do you? Uh, no, there's no McBride. No, no McBride. Very interesting. Uh, we you were informed. Yes, that uh, I will lean in. We we understand that he is a. Uh, People that checked him in would not want necessarily his identity known. Um, I, he is a man who is um, missing, missing an ear. An ear. <laughs> <laughs> and would have been t checked in within the last few days. Missing an ear last few days. Uh, we do have a John Doe who meets this description. 
Oh no, he does not know who he is. That makes perfect sense. Yes. Uh, one moment. I'll call the doctor for you. Thank you so much. The um, receptionist kind of gets up, you know, kind of goes into a back room. Comes. Is back there anything out. weird about her her manner, or she just seems very officious? Psychology. Uh, and I was going to ask at all. Uh, nothing on that. But what what was she was looking presumably at a at a ledger book or something? Yes. Is it left open on her desk when she goes back to? Uh... Luck roll. Uh, Thirty four is no longer. Nope. Uh, apparently not. <clears throat> she is following proper HIPAA protocol and not leaving patient identifying information out. In uh, public view. Very strange. She's a time okay. traveler. Yes. Exactly. International one of that. Very good. Uh, please wait. The doctor will be with you momentarily. Okay. Same all. You kind of stand around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, as you wait, you know, the, it's, you can tell this is not a very comfortable place. Um, you know, it's very institute, you know, it's completely institutional and the, the walls are completely undecorated. They're just, you know, gray stone, <clears throat> you know, the, the simple kind of white uniforms of, you know, the nurses and orderlies that occasionally walk by, you know, there's this just that kind of generic medicinal smell hanging in the air. Every once in a while, you can hear, uh, you know, from somewhere deeper in the building, you can hear, you know, someone cry out or yell or laugh or something like that. The um, <clears throat> you see a uh, an orderly pushing someone in a wheelchair towards you. You can make a sand roll. Cool. <laughs> uh, Thirty-eight is a success. Uh, eight is a success. Uh, no sand, sand. No sand loss. He's just. Uh, is the uh, as he as he gets closer, you can see that the you know, the patient, um, his arm, and really the entire left side of his body, including his face, is just bloated and, and disgusting. There's kind of straps of skin hanging off and fluttering in the air, and you can you can hear him just kind of gibbering away. Gray, 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 and he starts. He just starts yelling. He can't really yell very loud because his face is so swollen and twisted. But clearly, he's he's trying to, and he he lurches forward out of the uh, out of the chair. You know, 
trying and he stretches out his hand towards you know towards Miss LaForge and the uh, the orderly you know kind of grabs him and slams him back in the chair and yeah and rolls him on down the hallway Hmm. yes and a, a moment later uh, a very severe-looking woman, perhaps in her early 30s, uh, in um, you know, kind of <laughs> a car alarm goes off. That's awesome. Um, you know, wearing a lab coat, glasses. Her hair is is you know pulled uh, back into a very severe bun. Um, yes, I am Doctor Lay. I hear you have some information on our Jondo. Perhaps we we believe that a a father McBride is here, and we know that he is missing an ear. And apparently, you have a a man, an unnamed man, missing an ear here. Uh, we do. You believe this to be your? Did you say? Well, if we could see him, it would help, of course. Yes. But. Uh, that would seem to be an odd coincidence otherwise. I'm sure you could agree. And it certainly would be, yes. Um, how are you related to uh, this McBride? We, we are, are friends. friends of I see. Well, come with me. And she turns Thank and you. leads you uh, down the hallway to uh, a door which opens on some stairs leading down. She leads you down a set of stairs, turns yeah. down a second set of stairs. Are we underground? It's a basement. You, I guess it must you be. You are two levels underground, yes. And out Holy. into a hallway. It is quiet. It is still. It is very kind of there's a there's a chill in the air and then just kind of an oppressive heaviness from the the stone above you. And almost I mean, other than the three of you, nothing is moving. There's no windows. There's just a few electric lights. And there are uh, steel doors lining the hallway yeah. yes arjondo was found um what was it yes two nights ago wandering naked in the uh west end of the old city when the police approached him he became violent they restrained him and um that is why he was brought here he has not spoken since he has arrived mm. And he is missing also, and I hold up my hand and wiggle my fingers. Uh, Yeah, well, um, his left nostril was slashed. The two middle fingers of his left hand are missing. Uh, He was clearly beaten and cut repeatedly. He was plainly tortured. She leads you down the hallway to a particular green metal door, pulls out a key ring, unlocks it, and pulls it open. 
and you can see in there kind of huddled back in a corner wearing just a simple shrift a simple shift with injuries as described it's kind of shivering and rocking is indeed father philip mcbride you can both make sanity rolls still pass Miss LaForge? Yeah, that's a pass. Okay. No loss. Didn't care for him that much, I guess. Well, <laughs> I think he might be evil anyway. And I think this is a good place to call it for the evening. 